right, welcome to episode 126. In this episode, we'll play the three songs that I think are cool this week. I'm going to talk a little bit about the all-female show that I'm going to do. I avoided all the interviews about this because I just don't want it to be about me. And so I do feel like I can give a little, little something here about that because maybe people want to know what's going on with that show. So I'll do that too in a second. All right, let me first and start talking about Blue Apron because I do love Blue Apron. It comes right to the house and easy is one, two, three. That's right. All right Blue Apron comes right to the door. They're teaming up with best-selling cookbook author Chrissy Teigen to bring you some of her favorite recipes to make at home. So get ready. Six weeks of wildly fun, flavorful cooking like garlic soy glazed shrimp with charred broccoli and hot green pepper sauce and sesame chicken noodles with bok choy. And you never have to go to the grocery store. Blue Apron comes right to the house, like I said, right to your door. Convenience and variety. These things can be cooked by you, even if you can't cook, because they can be cooked by me, and I can't cook. Under 45 minutes, and the menu changes every week based on what's in season and designed by Blue Apron. There's flexibility, 12 new recipes each week, high quality. Blue Apron sells only non-GMO ingredients. We love it. We love it. We love it. I love it. Mighty loves it. Everybody loves it. We all love it. So this week, I'll tell you what. Get three meals free. Go to blueapron.com slash bobbycast. Type that in because that'll give the show some credit. They'll keep advertising. The show can stay on. Blueapron.com slash bobbycast. Get your first three meals free. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. And there you have it. So we'll start with the uh, female show that was announced earlier this week. And I just announced it by, I just got on the radio and said it. Because I'd been talking about it for the past six months or so with my boss. And the problem with doing it on such a big level is you have to have clearance way bigger than just my show. Because I can play pretty much whatever I want. I don't program all the music that gets picked, but I can go, hey, I'm going to throw this in. I'm going to throw this in. You know, some people go, hey, why would you pick all the music? No, I mean, it, we play, you know, three or four songs an hour. And those three or four songs are the ones that are usually at the top of the chart. They're testing wonderfully that they say these are the ones that if you're doing a talk show, keep them on because people like these songs right now and they'll get ratings. So I don't pick or program those songs. Uh, that being said, I can take a song and go, hey, I really like this song and play it. So there's a difference in me doing that on the morning show and then me just going, hey, I'm just going to do this project. And so I went six months ago and you have to get 100 radio stations or so to commit or an entire company to go, yeah, we like the idea. So for a long time, I was bouncing back and forth. They had this idea. And then I just went for it and announced it because I knew we were close to doing it. And I felt like if I just said it, sometimes I could say, see it, be it, be it, see it, be it, see it. It's a little something I come up yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> say it, see it, see it, be it. And so I just said it. And then I was like, oh, I mentioned that show. And so away we go. So what I plan to do is take these female artists and simply play them because I think it's broken into three parts. There are the females that are on the chart that are having trouble getting really high into the top chart positions. And so my goal is to get them more females in the top 10, the top five, and at number one because what that does, it creates a culture of more females moving up the chart because once you're able to see success, you go, oh, wow, that works. Let's do it with a similar or another like sound. You see it with the dudes all the time. And so, you know, right now I think there are five females in the top 50, something like that. And so what I would do is I would work on getting those up the chart, all of them. Now, at the same time, 
I would play some females that also have had humongous success stories and smash songs that you would know from the past five, ten years or so. So, you know, uh, some of the big Miranda stuff, the Carrie stuff, Martina, Leanne Womack, stuff like that that's an absolute reminder of, oh, yeah, of course. These women are awesome. And then the other third of it would be just brand new awesome female artists that it's all about exposure. So one, to change the culture a bit and move these songs from where they are up, which creates you know, uh, more of that from the bottom. Two, to remind people how awesome some of these songs and artists are, so don't be scared to go back there. And then three, obviously to expose brand new artists. And in the coming weeks, it'll be on uh, probably 110 radio stations or so, maybe more than that. So that's what the show is going to be about. That's why it's going to happen. And someone had asked me, hey, you know, who, are the, who are these artists? And, you know, right now I don't know. I have some of them listed because I've been working on a grid a bit. Uh, Daniel Bradbury. It, by the way, the Carries, the Mirandas, and even the Kelseys and the Marins, they've had multiple hits. So, I mean, that's it's four. That's really four contemporary female artists that you expect when they put a song out that it does pretty good. But they're only four. With the guys, it's, it's, there's a ton of those. So, outside of those four, which will also be featured in the show, obviously, uh, I made a list of ten that I think are all... Because if you just have one hit, anybody can get... A hit. It's hard to get two hits. Like it's hard to get one hit, but it's really hard to get two. So Daniel Bradbury is one of them. Carly Pierce has got one hit. Lindsay L. She's got a song. I think hers is at eighteen or something. This artist Ashley McBride. You may know her if you've seen the Opry or. I mean, I just think her music's great. Here's some Ashley McBride. This is called Andy. You've got my back. Even when I'm wrong, you're the only one who knows me and my heart can't get along. I got reasons to cry, can't tell you which one. But you don't ask no questions, you just hold me till I'm done. And when I'm looking to fight, you flat refuse. I can't live without you. Also, Lauren Elena, Maddie and Tay. Jillian Jacqueline. And here's some Jillian Jacqueline here. God bless this mess. God bless this mess. Tennille Towns. I'm a big fan of Tennille Towns. New artist, Where You Are. Any ticket line, any mountain I would climb just to find my way to where you are. And probably my favorite on the list, Casey Musgraves. And here is Slow Burn. So that's 10 female artists right there that I just wrote down that I'm going, wow, they're really good. Why are they not getting more play? And I know why they're not getting more play because the system's broken. So if you go list me out 10, that's the 10 that I look at and go, wow, if it were today, I'd probably have those all on the show. So that's the plan. Split it into three reasons I'm doing the show to take the females that are currently in the chart and move them up the chart, which shows success so others can get in the chart game. Exposed brand new artists that aren't even near the chart, and also highlight artists that are, have been awesome and have had huge, huge hits. So that's what the show's about. I think it's the first time I've ever talked about it at length right there. I think Mike D and I were talking about it last night with somebody. It's the first time I'd ever talked about yeah. it. Huh? Mike D was like, huh, I didn't, I didn't even There know. it is. <laughs> yes, there it is. Do you have any questions? Did I not explain something properly? Oh, I don't know, but I really like that Tennille Town song. Yeah, and you it's know what? It's really good. That one won't be a radio song because it's too slow. Oh. 
And <laughs> and if you know the songs that I play, those are just my favorite songs from them. But they're all slow songs. Like I like slow songs. Yeah. So when I was like putting this song, you know, I like the stuff that I can just turn on the Alexa or get in a bubble bath too. You know me. Yeah, that's what I do. But yeah, it's Neil Towns. She's fantastic. She came and played the show. I was, I asked her. I said, hey. Uh, I liked her music, and so I reached out to her and said, hey, come play my stand-up shows. Come open for me. And so she's doing six shows. She's doing all the Nashville shows that I'm doing here. And I said, hey, come play the, the morning show. And she did, and she was so good in yeah. studio. Uh, she's from Canada. So here, this is uh, Tennille Towns, Where You Are. Just... I'd stand in any ticket line, any mountain I would climb Just to find my way to where you are so there's that that's the first thing i mean while we're here talking about music i'm gonna just a second i'll give you the three songs that i think you should stream and check out this week also we'll talk about that jay-z and beyonce album just came out a second ago i've been watching though a little bit of the world cup for me it's difficult because the united states is not in it but part of me goes this is the biggest sporting event in the world it only happens once every four years so i should watch a little bit and so I watched some of the Iceland versus Argentina soccer game. I've been to Iceland. I thought, yeah, probably my team. I've been there. <laughs> the thing about Iceland is until I saw it on a map one day, I didn't know how close it was. It's pretty close. Yeah. It's crazy close. But if you're in New York or on the East Coast, yeah. it was just a few hours. And you think Iceland. And again, I grew up in Arkansas. You know, we didn't, we didn't go to Maine, much less Iceland. <laughs> and so... I was in New York, and I was like, I wonder where I could go for vacation. I got nothing to do. And I looked at the map, and I was like, Iceland. And I'd heard stories about how Iceland was the warm one and Greenland was the cold one. Mm-hmm. So I just started searching on the internet. What's Iceland about? And it was easy. I got flew right up there. Apparently, there's a gene, because Iceland's so small and it's an island, that most of the people there are related to each other. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> like, their names are all... Like... And everyone looks strikingly similar. Not everyone, but a lot do. So... Yeah, so I, I was rooting for Iceland, and I turned it on, expecting them to beat 20 to nothing. But they tied Argentina. Iceland and Argentina tied. And you're asking, why are you talking about this on this podcast? Because I looked it up, and Iceland has 300,000 population in the whole country. The size of Toledo, Ohio. Hmm. Whenever I Googled to see what was comparable in city sizes, Iceland has the same population as Toledo, Ohio. A market that our morning show is in. I don't think I've ever been to Toledo. Doesn't sound huge. Uh, Argentina has a population of 43 million. So <laughs> you're looking at Argentina at like the size of the top 15 cities, you know, New York, LA, Chicago, all down combined versus Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> and they tied. Wow. And that was unbelievable to me. They tied. Toledo tied Argentina. It would be like the Toledo soccer club playing Messi in Argentina and tying. And so I watched it in a bit. I thought it was pretty cool. I don't know much about soccer. I will not watch much more because I'm a USA guy. So much so that it's hard for me to watch things internationally if the United States isn't in it. I do root for the underdog, so I'll be watching Toledo again next time they play. Yeah. At least I'll be checking on the score. May not watch the game, but I'll check on the score. The College World Series is happening too. Arkansas plays tomorrow. That's exciting for me. I've been a vegetarian now for six days. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Speaking for vegetarians everywhere. It's a tough life. You know, we live it, though, because we love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, whole six days. Well, you know, <laughs> I, once you're in, you're in. It's like being a crip. 
You're yeah. <laughs> Same I got, thing. I got jumped in. I got jumped, I got jumped by tofu. Yeah, we threw veggies at you. Yeah, it's it rough. <laughs> so I've been a vegetarian for six days. The most annoying thing about being a vegetarian is that the food just isn't as good. It's pretty good. It's much better than you would think it would be just living off vegetables. Mm-hmm. It is. You, you go, well, who would want to eat plants all the time? Who wants to eat cucumber? And so, but I had some tofu, like I said. Mm-hmm. I'm in a gang. Mike Dean and I are the Veggie Boys now. It's our new <laughs> duo name. We're not sure what format we're going to go yet. Yeah. Either hip-hop or kids. We don't know yet. Either one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what everybody thought when I switched. They're like, oh, you just eat salads all the time? Yeah. I'm like, no, you can eat a lot of we're, different we're stuff. We're vegetarians. We do what we want. You know what I mean? We're just chilling. Living vegetarian life. Veggie one, two, three. So I say. And so, uh, yeah, I've been a vegetarian for six days. What sucks is the food just isn't as good. I don't look forward to meals. I, uh, when I would have food in my refrigerator for lunch, mm-hmm. and I would have healthy stuff, but turkey burgers and with well, no bread, uh, like corn tortilla with sliced chicken, clean stuff. I would look forward to that. Now, it's just putting food in my body. I will not remain on this diet, but what I want to see now if it does anything to my body. I was reading a story about being a vegetarian, and it says it takes you know, like um, 18 days for all the toxins from the meat to come out of your body. Now, there are so many things that release toxins. Yeah. And so I don't even know what release toxins mean. I think it's just what's the benefit? Well, it releases toxins. You can say that to anything. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, get in the sauna, it releases toxins. Get a, go, go to be a vegetarian. So I, I, I want to see if it really does anything to my body. But I also can't see me, but I have these. I got cupped today where they put the suction cups yeah, on so your back. There are all these bruises in circles because they put all these. First I ever heard of was Michael Phelps doing it. Yeah. And I have a friend who's an athlete. He says, hey, I've been cupping. And I was like, doesn't that stink? He was like, no. I was like, is that what you fart in your hand? And you <laughs> Smell it? Yeah. I was like, no, dude. He said, they, they put these suction cups on, and, and they find the parts of your body that are the most inflamed. So if you see my back now, if it's really red or really black, where the blood means it was super inflamed. Now. What does that mean exactly? Like, no, no, dude. It's like toxins. <laughs> it's like inflamed. and I, I, What I found was the place where my muscles had the biggest knots. Mm-hmm equaled it was the most inflamed. I don't know if that's really, if those that run parallel with each other, but the places that it would hurt whenever she would take her hand and push into it. Oh, that's how they found it? Those were also the most inflamed areas. So if you look at my back, the really black spots where the most blood was was because the blood couldn't travel uh, through. Okay. I don't know if it's true or not. They've been doing it for 2,000 years in Asia. And they use fire in some of them. I passed on that one. I don't want that one. <laughs> and so, but yeah. So what they do is they give you an athletic massage. My shoulders are killing me. And I was just going to get an athletic massage uh, and try to, work, try to work it out. And I go, hey, you know, they, she's just cupping. And so I did it. I don't know yet. Like, I'm my, like I got oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, my legs, like my IT band around my knee because it's really tight, my hamstrings. You see any there? No. It's good, probably in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I did that today. It was like an hour and ten minutes. That's a long time. Yeah, it was like a massage, a little longer. I had to pay a little extra because she went a little longer because I was so jacked up. Yeah. And she was like, oh. She was like, whoa, you're bad. So, yeah. Take a minute. So, yeah, I did that. I cup. I did some cupping today, and I posted it on Twitter of me in the pool, and I forgot that it was on my back. And uh, you can see it if you go to Twitter and you scroll. I was in the pool dancing around. But, um, 
Yeah, the cupping today. I'll, I'll let you know how, how it goes. It, it's sore. It feels like someone's punched me in the back about 20 times. It looks painful. It's bruised <laughs> all over the place. But it just sucks that blood up. It's like a bruise. Is cybercrime uh, something that you worry about, you think about? You know, I, I can tell you about LifeLock and what's happened to me. They've saved my butt a few times. I've been with them before they were ever a partner on the show or this podcast here. But I can tell you about this. The genealogy and DNA testing site MyHeritage has announced a data breach exposed email addresses and encrypted passwords for more than 92 million users. So there's an, it seems like these data breaches are all the time. And once it's out there, ooh, knocked that over. And once it's out there, it's out there. With your personal info out there in a data breach, criminals can open accounts, file tax returns, buy property. There's so many threats in today's connected world, but LifeLock identity theft adds the power of Norton security to help protect against threats to your identity and your devices that you can't easily see or fix on your own. No one can stop every cyber threat, prevent all identity theft, or monitor transactions at all businesses. But new LifeLock with Norton Security can uncover threats you might otherwise miss. Go to LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK and the promo code is BONES for an extra 10% off your first year. LifeLock.com, the promo code is BONES for an extra 10% off your first year. This week I go out on book tour. This week my book comes out. I'm kind of ready to get this over with. Just for it to be out there? Or just for... Uh... You know, it's just been such a process. I mean, I've been living inside either writing it, editing it, or promoting it for over a year. Mm. So it's been a big part of my life. It's like a blanket that I can't fully get out from underneath. And I don't even know if it's any good. I never know until it's out for a while. And I don't even know what any good means. I think some people will read it and go, ah, I don't like this. But I think some people will really find something in it that they can take from it. So uh, the book comes out Tuesday of this week which is the uh, 19th. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a little of me is excited for it to come out, but a lot of me is ready to. Like, I've been working on it. I'm just ready for it to be out. I do two weeks of hardcore book tour, which means I do the radio show all day, and then I do interviews all the rest of the day and night. I do some stand-up shows as well. Uh, I think both weekends. Yeah. At least one, one of the weekends. I think the first weekend, yeah. yeah. Then we go on vacation. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, so, yeah, the book comes out, I think, you know, on Monday I do Good Morning America, which is cool. They're letting me come on the show. That's a big deal for me. It's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not putting me on, 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 like, the Facebook show only. Yeah. Like, Good Morning America, Facebook, which is not the real show. It's just the, the, the post show. And so they're letting me come on Good Morning America. I did a pre-interview yesterday, which they go, hey, how do you feel about this type of segment where people ask you questions? And I told, said, hey, no one may ask me a question, so please have some questions on standby and feed them to the crowd because they may not give a crap. And so they said, okay. And then they said, hey, are you comfortable talking about this? Yeah, it's all, it all pretty easy. But it was the first time I'd ever done a pre-interview, which means they have a producer get on the phone and just say, how would you feel if we asked you this? What would you say? Just kind of feeling me yeah. out to see what I would say. And then I go on the Today Show on Tuesday, which is cool. It'll be my second time on the Today Show. But that's still cool with um, Hoda and Kathy Lee. I'm going on Kennedy's show on Fox Business. She's a friend of mine. I'm doing two signings, one at the iHeart Theater, and Low Cash is also playing. And the deal with that was, they said, hey, why don't you get a band to play in front of you? And then at the end of it, you'll, you do the signing and answer questions. And I thought, interesting. But if you have the band play first and me go second, everybody's going to go home after the band finishes. <laughs> I said, get a good band and have them play after me. Like, I don't mind opening up. I don't care if it's my signing and the band plays after me. 
I said, let me go and do my thing and have the band play after me. Because if, if people come, they're just coming to see the band. They're not coming to watch me talk in New York City. And so Low Cash is going to do it. And they're going to play after me, thank God. So, yeah, I got no ego about that. I'm just begging <laughs> people to stay. So, yeah, it's a bunch of stuff. I, you know, a bit of me, I, I, I think, puts up the defense of, oh, I just ready for it to get it over with. But, I, yeah, I'm excited for it to come out. We'll see how it does. I never thought I'd write one book, much less two. So, yeah. I've given my book to a few people, and I've really, if you look downstairs in my house, there are a lot of books down there still. Yeah. I, won't, I just won't give them away. I hate giving people this book. Not because I don't want people to have the book or want to write a nice note and put it on their shelf or whatever, but I don't want people to feel pressure to read it. It's like I got you a gift, and your gift is you have to read everything I've written. for the. I, I, that's not a gift. It's kind of like giving someone homework. In yeah, a way. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Check back in when two. Here's the gift. Check back in in two weeks and tell me what you think about it. And then everybody feels pressure to go, oh, I love it. Oh, it's fantastic. I've had friends give me books before they've written. I didn't read them. I read Charlemagne's. His is really good, his first one. And so, but I've had friends give me books before, and I, I, I would start reading them, and then I'd be like, ah. But I always feel weird when I see them, like they expect a full book report. You know, do they? So I don't give the book to anybody. I gave it to a couple people. I gave it to Mary Forrest, who's my manager. She had it as soon as it was fully printed and done. And of course, she's going to be like, I like it. And I was like, okay. I gave one to. Mm, I sent one to Charlemagne this week, and he'll read it in a day, because that dude consumes a lot. Uh, who else? I don't know. I, Mike D has a book. You finished it. Yeah. You were in it. I wonder, I wonder who else. I, I gave one to Lindsay, because uh, when and she hasn't read it, or she hasn't, she, she hates it, and she doesn't say anything about it. So yeah, it's a that's a thing. So it happens this week, and I'll be I'll be ready to, you know. See what people think about it. Did you do that thing again where you sent it to people like mentioned in the book, like mm-hmm. everybody else? Well, I'm supposed to. They're all sitting down there still. I haven't written, <laughs> haven't written the names in. I'm supposed to. Um, yeah, so that's happening. And apparently, I need more people to buy this book from small bookstores than Amazon. Because what happens is, for these bestseller lists, which to me, I just am trying to sell books. I don't, the bestseller list is cool, don't get me wrong, but I'm already, in my life, now a New York Times bestseller. So, that t- it's like being governor. You can be governor two, three, eight times. You're just always going to be Governor Wilson, Governor Distro. Yeah. So, for me, I hope people buy the book and get the positive message. I'm not sitting here with a boner over being a two-time New York Times bestselling author. If it happens, that would be cool, but I think the book company wants it more than I do because they can go another bestselling book. So what they told me was they need people to buy from small bookstores because the New York Times, they weigh these lists, not just Amazon. If you get a whole bunch of Amazon, that doesn't count. They like to see people going into bookstores and buying them. They like for them to buy them on Barnes & Noble online. They like to buy Amazon. So they weigh it in all these different areas. I didn't know this. So, yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this, you want to help the cause, you can buy from a small bookstore. They could probably use your patronage anyway to stay in business. But, yeah, that's the deal with that, which I didn't know how that worked. That's interesting. <laughs> Three songs that I think will be cool if you stream this week. Steve Mokler has a new album. This is called Crazy Does. Check this out. That's what crazy does. It wakes you up. Tears you out of bed. Makes you drown around in circles till the sun starts bleeding red. Then it tells you she don't love you. With her voice inside you. That's one crazy. 
got a whole new record out. It's good. It's better than I... I mean, not better. I just didn't... I didn't know what to think about it. I like Steve's music, so I guess I expected it to be pretty good. And even then, it's better than I thought. So I did expect it to be good. Uh, and it is. I still listen to Dirk's album a lot. I think the Dirk's album is really good. It was good the first week I heard it. It's really good now. I don't have any songs pulled up from that, but... I was with Dirk's this week, and we did... Uh, uh, a show, uh, Dirk's Bentley, got a new album live show, and, you know, I'm back in the back, so I'm really not watching them play a bunch of songs, but he plays a song, I go out and talk to him, then I go back out, I go, okay, what are, you, you know, what are we talking about this time, and I look at a card, I see the points, it's not like the sh- my show where I can go talk about whatever I want, this is over 130 radio stations live, and so people, they don't want the in-depth, they just kind of want the surface stuff, and then get back to the live music, so it's different, and so, but I spent a lot of time... I talked last time, maybe on the show, how Dirk was like, hey, you want to get some food? Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. When? He's like, I'm here right now. I'm like, what are you, what are you, we're in New York. And no, I can't come <laughs> right now. Uh, but that, I, I like the album a lot. It's called The Mountain. Another song you can stream is from The Head and the Heart, Don't Dream It's Over. Hey now, hey now, don't dream Great cover there. Did we play that last week on this? No. Okay. I've been playing a lot in my room. I did it as my candlelight song of the night, too. And that's an 80s remake. Do you know who sang the original? Don't know, but I I remember the song. Uh, Tennille Towns' Where You Are is the other one that I would suggest to check out. There's a theme here with these songs. All of them are very emotional. (laughs) Even the song does say stream. And all these people have upbeat songs, too. Leave a trail through a forest in dark. Pave a path to get back to where you are. Jay Z and Beyonce put out a new record today, and you can't really listen to the record unless you have title. Mm-hmm. I don't have title. I've got a few things, but I don't have title. And I'm not going to buy title, but what a big uh, record for that platform to have. Yeah. <laughs> because it will make people go and subscribe to title. It'll at least make people go and look at title a second time and go, huh, maybe I'm not so happy with my other service. I'll at least give it. And the more people you get looking, you get a, a smaller percentage of that to actually take part in the uh, subscribing process. Or I don't know if you can get a free version of title or if it's only paid. Can you get like a commercial service? No, you can't. You have to pay. Well, just getting eyeballs to something is very hard. And Beyonce and Jay-Z put it. And so I've heard clips of songs, but I watched the entire video. Yeah. And Beyonce raps better than any of the female rappers. <laughs> did you watch that? I did watch it. It's called uh, it's called uh, Ape. I don't it, the S word. It, right? Isn't that what yeah. it's called? And she raps in the song as good as Cardi B. She is. She's really good. And Beyonce's not a rapper. She's a singer. Maybe she's been practicing. But she's kind of shifted. Like yeah, like, listen. In, in Lemonade, she did some. But I thought if you sing fifty-one percent of the time, you're a singer. Because Chris Brown raps, but he's a singer. Yeah. Like Beyonce's, but in this, she's so good that if she just rapped, that would be a legitimate hip-hop song. Here's some of that song here. This is Beyonce, Beyonce, Jay-Z, they have a new record. The record is called, uh, the, it's on title. That's what I call it. Yeah. yeah it's called like The Love Project <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this is called 
ape. Yeah. S word. I can't believe we made it. The video of this song is amazing because there are like a hundred people in this video and none of them said a word about this project. Yeah. How they can keep things from leaking, I don't know. Like if it barely rains above my house, my roof leaks. Like here comes the water. They have 200 people shooting this music video. Not a single one of them told a friend of theirs who told a cousin who let a blog know that Beyonce was shooting a whole music video. And it's elaborate. So I'm amazed at secrets like that. that. That many people can hold a secret. And I know they probably sign NDAs, but with an NDA, you can always allude to something and not go to jail. And nothing ever, like, hey, look at this new record. Nothing like that. All of a sudden, I saw Charlemagne mention him again. I saw him post on Instagram, Beyonce and Jay-Z just dropped a new record. And I was like, what? It wasn't on any of the services that I use, iHeartRadio or Spotify. And so then that was it. Couldn't listen. Went to Beyonce.com, watched the six-minute video, which was pretty freaking awesome. So I watched it. <laughs> yeah. At Beyonce.com? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because it's on uh, YouTube. I think that's it. How long has it been? Uh, 29, 30 minutes. Hey, right about, right about that time. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's um, the weekend edition. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I don't know if we have anybody on the schedule because I'm gone. Yeah, it's a crazy week. And so. when I'm gone, Mike D's gone. On the 25th, though, it looks like Brett Eldridge is coming by, mm-hmm. which I was watching these two YouTube idiots yell at each other. They're fighting each other. The Jake Paul and another YouTuber. It's like a Mayweather-McGregor thing. Yeah. But they're going to fight each other. And people are really interested in this. I think it'd be fun if Brett Eldridge and I not fought, but played racquetball against each other <laughs> and had a press conference. And got some cameras to stream it, and we played for a charity. Like, wouldn't that be cool? That'd be funny. We had people, I mean, I hit up, we've talked about it, Brett and I have, but never anything past level one. But I think it'd be cool. We could actually do some good. I'll bring that up, maybe put them in here. But Brett Eldridge is coming up. Just kind of looking at the schedule here. Oh, I got vacation coming up. I have nowhere to go and nothing to do as of right now. I should just stay and work by myself. <laughs> just do this on the other five <laughs> hours. Uh, yeah, okay, that's it. Thank you to our sponsors again, LifeLock, obviously, and Blue Apron, obviously. And thanks. Tell your friends about the Bobbycast. If there's an interview, check out the Liz Rose one. You know, she talks about everything from, you know, uh, Little Big Town, riding with the Love Junkies, to Taylor Swift. Uh, It's a good one. So if there's ever one of the interviews, like uh, Jake Owen or Chris Stapleton or Liz Rose, tell your friends about it. We only grow if you tell your friends to subscribe and even rate us. So go and give us those five stars if you can. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time on the Bobbycast. Bye, everybody.